haunting echoes from the past. A choir with songs from the time of the mass Soviet deportations of World War II at a European Parliament ceremony in Strasbourg. Welcome to this EPP Group podcast with voices from the commemoration and a chilling reminder that it's happening all over again with Vladimir Putin's deportations of Ukrainians today. They took turns reading out some of the names of the tens of thousands of men, women and children whom Joseph Stalin ordered uprooted from Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Ukraine, Poland, Moldova and Belarus. They were loaded on trains and sent eastward during and after the war. Boris Tarasiuk, Ukraine's permanent representative to the Council of Europe, read some of them. These are the names which are testifies and proves uh, how inhuman uh, the Soviet uh, communist system was, how inhuman and uh, uh, criminal the current regime of Putin in Moscow is. So we have to unite our forces in order to fight for the democracy, uh, to prevail everywhere, including uh, in Russia. And uh, I am sure that uh, victory will be ours. It will be victory of democracy and it will be victory for Ukraine and victory for the democratic Europe. When the war began in Ukraine, my first thought was uh, it's good that my parents do not see that. The EPP group Sandra Kalniete of Latvia. And for us all who experience Siberia, uh, particularly those who are older and survived it, it's insupportable to think that again uh, Putin and his henchmen, they are deporting Ukrainian women in, and children to unknown places in Russia. And this is a crime against humanity. And remember, after Second World War, we said, never again. And it happens again. Sandra could have read the names of her own relatives who were among the victims, but didn't. Why not? When I was preparing myself for this ceremony, I was thinking that I will replace the names on my list of reading with the names from my family, but I realized that I will not be capable to pronounce it. That would be too emotional for me, because my mother spent in Gulag 17 and a half years. She was 14 years old when she was deported. My father, eight years. Two of my, three of my grandparents, they perished in Gulag. And only my, my paternal grandmother, she is the only one whom I had as, uh, as uh, in, in my life, who cherished me, who allowed me. Others, they are just knowledge on the family tree inscription. Fellow Latvian Ivars Kalkis was seven years old when the Soviets came knocking early one morning after the war in 1949. They took my sister, brother, my mother, and me and took us to the collection point. At that moment, I screamed terribly. I cried, don't take us away, don't touch us. However, the Czechists said that if the boy did not shut up, they would take us as we stood, without belongings. My mother worked on a collective farm and cared for livestock. We lived on parcels sent to us by our relatives from our homeland. If it weren't for parcels from our relatives, I wouldn't be standing in front of you today. 
Ivars is now head of the Latvian Association of Politically Repressed. He says it's high time to put those memories into stone. I feel strong parallels between 1949 and what Ukrainian people suffer now, where mostly women and children are deported to Russia. A monument dedicated to the victims is therefore needed here to raise awareness about such repressions. At least this first official commemoration by the EU's popularly elected body is an important step, says Roberta Metzola, president of the European Parliament. Well, the role of the Parliament is to never forget. And this is why we have decided to annually commemorate as an institution the victims of Soviet deportation. Because as we see and are living right now with what is happening in Ukraine, that intolerance, discrimination, invasion and hatred of nations still exists. This parliament stands for the exact opposite and these events should remind us that we should always stand on the right side of history. These events should also remind us about those who stood and stand now on the wrong side of history, says the EPP group's Rasa Yuknevichenye. I think about Ukraine. I think about the future because without knowing, evaluating the past, it will be no future. And what happened today in Ukraine, this war against Ukraine, it is because we didn't deal with the, our past, especially past of communism, which was never condemned internationally. So this is why today's uh, Putin is back with the glorification of Stalin and acting like Hitler. Back with the same kind of ethnic cleansing Rasa's family experienced. I grew up with the stories of my grandmother and my mother, how it happened. It, uh, for me, when I, when I was a child, I know every minute what happened this terrible uh, night or early morning when Soviets came with the big car and took them. They had only two hours to, uh, to take something. The people who rounded them up knew where those families were headed. One of those who came, uh, it was always a team of, of those who were, uh, you know, deporting the people from their homes, uh, Lithuanian, Russian and Jewish. It's necessary was for them, for Soviets, to have different nationalities inside the team. And one of them, he mentioned that, please take more warm clothes. It was middle of the summer. They didn't know where they go. And uh, he told them, please take more warm clothes. Little did those families know that most would be torn apart forever most terrible deportations were in 1941 because men were separated from their families immediately in the railway station and uh, some women they didn't know that they will uh, forever will be separated they thought that maybe they will just go because they are men in other train and they gave the clothes of children to men you know to take to carry because it was some heavy bags and uh, they realized only when they uh, after two weeks uh, tra uh, travel they uh, came to the 
place of destination and they realized that they are left alone without their husbands, without their fathers and just women and children. And those men, you, almost of, they, they were brought into Gulag and I don't know, about 80% of them died during the first winter. For the EPP group's David Lega of Sweden, the ceremony also struck him deeply because of his own family. I mean, this is so powerful and also emotional, both on a level what's happening now, but also my own grandmother was being deported into Siberia for being a landowner in Russia before. Since they then were enemies of the Tsar, she was also deported. My family on my father's side, almost all of them perished in the Holocaust and were transported in the same kind of wagons, but to their death. So it is extremely important that when we say never forget and never again, we mean never again and we never forget. And now it's happening all over again in Ukraine, where Putin has deported about 20,000 children into Russia. We don't know where they are. It's absolutely horrible, and we as a European Union cannot stand by and just see this, because this is, this is our reason of existence. We started to promote peace. This is why we are here. That's why David also backs the idea of a permanent tribute to the victims of those horrors. I would strongly encourage a monument, because we need to make sure that not only we remember, but also next generation, because this cannot be forgotten. To Lukas Mandel, a German member of the EPP group, remembrance is part of what today's Europe stands for. I would say it's part of our civilization that we remember the victims uh, for the sake of them, the victims themselves, and of course also for the sake of the present and the future in order to avoid such circumstances and to confront the criminals who are doing today what has been done in the past, uh, all kinds of violence, especially this, uh, this cruelty that uh, comes along with uh, these deportations of children, of women, of men, of people of all kinds. Uh, this cruelty has to be confronted and remembered and excluded for all future. This is part of our civilization. Confronting and coming to terms with the past, more important than ever as we see history repeating itself in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Thanks for listening to this EPP Group podcast. I'm Chris Burns.